Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Hi, everyone. I'm Cheryl Butler, and you're listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome. Today's episode is number 614, How to Build a Lasting Mother-Son Bond. Four loving tips, because the bond between moms and their sons is a special one. Here are Mighty Mommy's four keys for deepening your relationship with the boy who holds your heartstrings. If you're the lucky mom to a sweet son, don't let anyone tell you that having a mama's boy is a bad thing. There are so many incredible opportunities to form bonds between the two of you. And if you tune into your son's way of thinking, that connection will be even stronger. First, remember, our sons are human beings first and boys second. Gender doesn't define who a person is inside. But one thing is for sure. All of our children are growing up in a world that treats boys and girls differently. My goal today is to speak to some of the common experiences that many parents of boys share to help you raise a young man that you can be proud of. Some of these may not ring true for every parent, and that's okay. I encourage you to honor your own unique experience with your son. So today, let's talk about four ways to deepen your relationship with the boy who does hold those heartstrings. 1. Get into the groove of communicating with a boy. Some boys do a lot of communicating through their actions rather than their words. An overtired 7-year-old boy may not tell you he's exhausted, let alone suggest going to bed early. Instead, he may jump on the couch, race down the hallway, or grab a ball and start throwing it around, as you keep a nervous eye on that lamp or beautiful vase in the hallway table. If your 14-year-old son is suffering some emotional pain, he may retreat to his bedroom to be alone rather than pull up a stool at the kitchen island to talk it out. Or if he's excited about making the final cut for the baseball team, rather than immediately sharing the good news, he might just head to the backyard with his ball and glove and process his achievement quietly. When you have a child who does not verbally express feelings and needs, it's important to give him opportunities to talk rather than trying to pressure him into it. Kenneth Ginsberg, author of Raising Kids to Thrive and co-director of the Center for Parent and Teen Communication at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, shared this great advice. When you feel like you have to dive in too deeply at every single moment, you might actually push your son away. 
You might go for a walk or go fishing or just be present. And then after 30 minutes or three hours of silence, the nuggets will start coming out. And that was a quote from Kenneth Ginsburg in Six Ways Parents Can Stay Connected with Their Teen Sons. Parents need to be willing to tolerate the quiet while their son reflects and trust that communication will happen at the right moment. If your son is the silent type, tune into his nonverbal communication from an early age. You'll be better able to recognize when he needs extra encouragement or some one-on-one time to help him open up and talk to you about what's on his mind. So this means teach him communication skills early. Healthy communication also includes teaching our kids to listen, not just talk. Get into the practice of modeling good listening skills and validating your son's feelings and accomplishments. Start early, right from the time when he's a little ball of energy who just wants you to celebrate his mud castle in the backyard. Get excited and connect at his level. Listen to him tell you all about how he built it. Ask specific questions that will engage a two-way conversation. With you modeling good listening skills, he'll be more likely to become a person who can both listen and articulate emotions and ideas. The most valuable tool that I've found in communicating with my five guys is to validate feelings. Whether he was thrilled with how the championship soccer game went or was hurting because the cute girl in history class declined his invitation to the prom, giving him my undivided attention and validating his pain was the key. I learned through experience that I didn't need to overcomplicate the situation. Everyone, not just kids, requires a non-judgmental ear to listen to their troubles or a friendly shoulder to support them. I soon got into the groove of being there for my sons, regardless of the situation. This was the game changer that bonded us. And I have a heartfelt quick tip to share with you. I believe that one of the most heartwarming books ever written honoring the mother-son parenting journey is Love You Forever by Robert Munch. If you're discovering this book for the first time, be sure to have some tissues handy. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Next, encourage his interests. My oldest was a girl. She defined little girl in every imaginable way. We threw tea parties, had make-believe princess outings, and decorated her room in all things pink and sparkly. Then along came son number one. I was thrilled to have both a sweet little girl and a spirited young boy to love and cherish. As my playful young son grew into a toddler and then reached school age, I soon realized that his interests were fueled by his spunky and rambunctious nature. Experimenting with the mud in our driveway was a thrill for him. Sending a ball sailing across the yard with his giant plastic bat was pure joy. Five boys later, I learned that it's important to be able to speak each son's language. For some, 
race cars, football season, and making or getting cut from a prominent spot on a school sports team were their life. Another, he cared less about sports and relished time tinkering in the garage with tools and grease. I wanted to be a part of their lives, so I paid great attention to their interests and desires. My sons would light up with enthusiasm when I was able to chat with them about that new football draft pick or a budding Broadway actor. Making the time to connect to your son's interests is the sturdy glue that cements a mother-son bond. And teach him what you know. Growing up as the oldest of five siblings, I have so many fond memories of how my parents entrusted us to learning new things. My mom thought it was necessary to teach us skills as soon as we were ready. Before my birthdays even numbered in the double digits, I'd learned to cook basic meals like eggs, pasta, and casseroles. Being able to navigate the laundry room was the norm. Figuring out the sales at our local grocery store soon became a no-brainer. I also learned how to care for the kitchen, keep dust bunnies at bay, and put toys away in a reasonable manner. The best part, my mother made it fun. My four siblings and I, we enjoyed taking part in the upkeep of our home, thanks to my mother's relaxed way of trusting us with responsibilities. By teaching your son all the life skills that you've learned, you'll not only strengthen your mother-son bond, but you'll also give him a set of tools that will help him navigate life as an adult. And finally, lead through your example. Moms can make a lifelong impact on their sons by leading through example. What are the core values that you want to instill in your kids? I believe in respect, honesty, loyalty, gratitude, and above all, kindness. I grew up with the mantra, Actions speak louder than words. It was important to me that my boys saw me living these values, not just paying them lip service. Showing others kindness is something I never skimp on, and I make a point of demonstrating this in front of my boys. Last week, an elderly lady was short a few dollars in the line at the grocery store. She was going to put an item back, but I told her I wanted to pay it forward and help her. She was absolutely delighted and I felt terrific being able to help. Best of all, my 18-year-old son was with me and told me how cool it was to observe this interaction. When my son see me practicing daily gratitude, it fosters an attitude of appreciation. I announce aloud all the time things like how grateful I am for my washing machine or eating decadent chocolate brownies, and especially their company on a rainy Saturday afternoon. I take time for myself to read, watch a movie, take power walks, or go out with my friends. When I demonstrate that self-care is important to me, I send my kids a message that they should value their own health and mental well-being. They also learn to respect the self-care needs of the people that they interact with, from siblings to friends to future partners and children. Spending the time communicating, listening, teaching, and motivating your son while he's under your roof, will pave the way for a solid, loving relationship with you when he's all grown up and out under his own roof. How do you keep the bond strong between you and your son? Join the conversation and share your thoughts on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page or Twitter. You can also email me at mommy at quickanddirtytips.com. Listen and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Next week, I'll be sharing one of my favorite topics, how to save on your family's grocery bill. Come on, you know how exhausting food shopping can be. But the expense of it, wow, it is such a huge part of every family's budget. I've been navigating the grocery shopping gig for a family of 10 for many, many years and have lots of savvy tips on how you can save money and your sanity in the process. I'm so happy that you tuned in to listen. Enjoy your family. And until next time, happy parenting. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.